um, with the new system adjust, they implemented a new system to minimize the delays. So with the new one, it says they cut the number of challenges from three to two per half. And the coaches um, unwilling to trade a timeout for any review would not be charged a timeout only for unsuccessful challenges. So obviously that's a rule and coaches could focus at the end of each half on which plays to call and which not plays to challenge. And a replay assistant initiated all reviews inside the final two minutes of each half. Hey everyone, this is Sport Tech Effects. I'm Gabriel Hope Thalen. I'm Robert Wilson. I'm Isaac Squire. Today we're going to be talking about instant replay and its advancement of technology and how it's incorporated in sports more today. So instant replay was first really introduced in professional sports in the late 80s with the NFL. And they had a limited version of it. The version that we know today wasn't really started until the late 90s and tweaked. But it's interesting to see how in some sports like the NFL, they've been using it for 30 years. Others like the MLB, they've been using it for 10 years. And others like the Premier League in England, they just started using it this year and helped leagues adapt differently. So instant replay has been around for a long time. We have seen how it has developed over the years. So just recently in 2018, when the Saints and Rams played in the NFL playoffs, it was a controversial call, nine called that had a lot of fans upset. And uh, they couldn't use instant replay because it wasn't called on the field. So I think instant replay has a huge effect on the game. And it depends on like what is called and what is not called in order for it to actually work. Yeah, I think the hardest part about instant replay today with how like widespread it is, is a balance between the whole game being replaying, reviewing everything, and letting the game happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's a um, – with the new system adjust, they implemented a new system to minimize the delays. So with the new one, it says they cut the number of challenges from three to two per half. And the coaches um, unwilling to trade a timeout for any review would not be charged a timeout only for unsuccessful challenges. So obviously that's a rule. And coaches could focus at the end of each half on which plays to call and which not plays to challenge. And a replay assistant initiated all reviews inside the final two minutes of each half. So I think having all those rules means like just to make it a more natural instead of focusing on the instant replay and like seeing exactly what happened and even though it does, it could affect the outcome of a game. I mean, you have to have the game happen first. So I do think there's a big thin line between those. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things that coaches might see that the refs might miss, and then they can uh, challenge it. And then instant replay will help out with that. So I think it definitely is beneficial for uh, the sport of football or any sport in general. I just think that, uh, for how widespread it is and everything, they do such a poor job. The explanations are always horrible and the rulings are always really weird. So I don't know if you guys watched any of the XFL, but they had a camera inside the instant replay. You could hear what they were saying and thinking. And they, it was all initiated by them too, I think. And it just expedited, expedited the whole process. And I thought that the XFL league that just started was already doing its replay better than the NFL. I wonder if they took the negatives of – I wonder if they realized the negatives of the NFL instant replay and realized what they could do to do better, and then that's how they became their system. I wonder if they used the NFL as a resource, what not to do. 
I should, I think they would because they're basically like competing with the NFL. They're trying to like basically invent new uh, things into the game to make it like more attractive for fans and uh, everyone else watching. Because I know they had the uh, like after a, pl- a player made a, a play or a bad play or a good play, they would like interview the player. And one of the kickers had missed a kick and they had, was like interviewing him on the sideline, asking him why did he miss, what was going through his head. So I think that was just interesting. Yeah, I think that uh, instant replay has become such a big part of, especially football, where there's so much time between plays that the NFL's seeing competing leagues take instant replay and make it better and having more success than the NFL with it. And that's something they should be worried about. So instant replay has already had a pretty big change on the way the game's played. You can't get away with as many things and stuff like that. But it's only going to increase in importance as people value correctness more over just letting the game happen. I think also when you have more of a set standard of, well, seeing the replays makes you understand the play better and call the play correctly. So I think having a widespread, um, everyone on the same page, like every time you get a replay, like, you're going over the plays and make sure you're calling the right thing. It might lead to like just better calls overall on the whole league and for referees to just have a better, um, like call, make better calls. So right now, like during NFL games, we can, uh, sometimes they'll show like us what their, uh, referees are looking at, but what if we can, um, like future, I'm talking about like futuristic, like in the future, what if we can like look through a VR and see exactly what the refs are looking at? Well, I think that'd be really cool, but for the like for instant replay, a lot of the stuff is like objective stuff that they look at. Mm-hmm. But if you can see what the ref sees and it's a subjective call, like the new pass interference rule, I don't think that would change like much of the controversy that comes along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about a vote? A voting system? Like, if this should have been called a pass interference or not? If you did that, though, I think you'd have to make there had to be some way like where you register where you can't vote for like teams you root for. Yeah. It have to be that'd be really interesting because it would give the fans a lot more say in what's happening. Yeah, give them more review. Also, it would make a lot more people mad, though, because imagine I mean, you're already mad at the game, you're mad at the call. So then you're even more mad that like it seems like a subjective call and then the ref chose one way when it could be another way. So I think it might show too much a little. I think it should only like be used in like calls that were controversial, not something that was like obvious, like it was an obvious passing appearance call call or something like that, but like something that's controversial that you don't know which side to take. So you could just ask the fans, was it, do you think this is passing appearance? And they can like hit a button or something. They'd be like, yes or no. And whatever it get whatever gets the amount of votes, well, that'll be the call on the vote. I don't know how realistic that would be, considering a lot of fans who watch the game are probably not that knowledgeable or pretty biased about something. Oh, yeah. But you could try and do something where you have like eleven referees that vote mm-hmm. instead of just one guy in a box making all these calls. Oh yeah, sometimes they do like uh, take some of the calls like to I think the headquarters in like New York or something. And they'll ask the head guy, like, what do, they, what do he think about the call? They do that a lot of the times. Yeah, I think having 
more than one opinion um, makes things more valid or people come to accept it more if they know that it was more of a joint decision instead of just one person. Exactly. No matter what it is. Sorry. No, okay. It's exactly what I was going to say that, like, instead of having the head of officiating, I think his name is Al Riveron or something, he's really hated. But (laughs) instead of having just like one guy make that call, if you have a bunch of people make a decision on it and vote, and you have access to that, I feel like people would be much more understanding. Um, If you look at uh, from a referee's perspective, if they like the replay, um, you have some people, some officiating staff saying they do like it um, because they feel like it helps improve the game and their officiating performance themselves. And usually the instant replay supports their decisions. So for those people, they like it. But for some other officiating refs, they don't like it because they feel it makes them look bad because they might have made an obvious bad call and it's confirmed in the replay. You think referees will like ever go away in the future? Like we have robots as referees to get a more accurate call on uh calls on the field. So you mean instead of like the instant replay tech for just like special plays, just all the time for everything? Mm-hmm. I think no the technology of the instant replay can be used separately. Like that software, that that technology, those cameras can be used to make other cameras as refs, but I don't think that they would just, like, use instant replay solely. I think they would use the technology of it to make more refs, but they wouldn't just re- rely on, like, the, um, replay after replay to make each call and stuff. So they recently tried, like, a robo home plate umpire in one of the minor leagues because people always complain about home plate umpires because every every person's different. They all have different strike zones. And believe it or not, people were more upset with the uh, – the home plate robo umpire, actually. So I don't even know if they would because there's no one to yell at and people are never going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, I think there's also the debate between can we rely on technology or no? Because, I mean, just like anything else, humans aren't perfect, technology isn't perfect. There can be glitches. So you don't want that glitch to be on the play of the game where that could determine the outcome. So I think there's a lot of going to be a lot of controversy for people not trust the technology. Yeah, I don't know if you can just repl- I mean, I don't know if we have the technology yet. There might no, be not yet, but when it future. comes out, it might be. I feel like that's but also if there's a point where they think they have the technology, it'd be a whole mess for like all the unions and stuff for the umpires and yeah, a lot of jobs would but, be lost. But I guess some would be created in those who, like, work with the technology that make the decisions. It would just be a whole – if you're a player, how do you feel if instead of having the referee there, like like an NBA ref, that someone that, like, yelled at you or whatever that sees things, it's just some robot trying to make calls? Well, yeah, some of the players interact with the refs and stuff too in between, like, plays and stuff. So I think that takes, like – a part of the game away, the interaction part of the game away. Right, and then that just forces technology onto the league and onto people. And even though I think a lot of people are accepting technology, like I said, there's a lot of people that still haven't accepted it or want to accept it. So um, the traditional people or the older people might 
not like the game as much because they feel it's more rigged in a way because it's less people physical people involved and more technology and that means like you know more political people involved i know a lot of people prefer there to be less calls over more calls in a game just for any sport because they want like the play to happen so if they were to go to more advanced like replay and stuff like that there would most likely be more calls so what would the reaction to that be well yeah i think the call uh, being a lot of calls, it like prolongs the game, makes the games longer, and people just want to see them play. Just like in the playoffs and uh, for the NFL, sometimes they'll let the players just play. Like if it, if it's a pass interference, both players are uh, hand checking each other, they'll let it go sometimes. Uh, just because it's a um, it's in the playoffs and a lot is on the line. So the question becomes then. Would you rather see an entertaining game with a lot of flaws, like where they're, you know, they're letting it play like that? There probably should have been pass interference, but it's been a physical game. Or would you want to see something that's correct, like if a guy touches you after five yards, it'll get called every time, you know, no leniency? Um, I wouldn't. That's a hard yeah, decision. I, I probably would go with the the uh, human element of it because, like, a call having every play would be annoying, just for, as a fan and a, a player, to get to having a whistle blow and the play stopped every after every play, you get a tired you get tired of it. Yeah, I think just letting the game be played would just be the answer because it would cause less negative outcome, like less controversy, less people turning away from the game of watching it, it just for the sake of like keeping people engaged right now and like um things might need to stay the same just to keep the normalcy of it and keep the tradition in it i don't know that anything will ever cause less controversy for refereeing or umpiring decisions yes because it starts at every age i was a soccer referee um when i was in middle or when i was in high school but i left middle school games and you would think as a little high school girl, you wouldn't get yelled at as much, like being the ref, but they, they do not care who you are. If you're a ref, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, they will yell and scream at you. So that's a good point. Yeah, I guess they expected you to have video replay to help make every single call right, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast on Instant Replay. I'm Robert Wilson. I'm Gabriel Hope Dalen. I'm Isaac. And we'll see you in the next podcast.